Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Do you give so much to others that you're left feeling drained? Is it hard for you to engage in consistent self-care practices? The past couple years have been heavy for us all, and many of us are feeling stretched thin. I am offering you an hour-long webinar on September 28th from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern called Holistic Self-Care Boundaries for Therapists. In this webinar, you'll gain tools on how to set emotional boundaries, physical, and energetic boundaries. You will learn some invaluable hands-on skills to help fill yourself up and stay grounded so that you can boost your overall wellness so you can show up as your best self for your clients. Ready to put yourself first? Go to holisticcounselingpodcast.com forward slash holistic dash webinars forward slash. Looking forward to seeing you there. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. Today's guest is Dr. Liz Slonena, and she is here to talk about mindful hypnosis as self-care. She helps creative professionals and entrepreneurs reclaim their power, banish burnout, and heal attachment trauma so they can give the middle finger, I can't say that without laughing, Liz, <laughs> yep, <laughs> to <had> perfectionism, <laughs> people-pleasing, and self-doubt. Dr. Liz is co-creator of Brief Mindful Hypnosis, a science-backed way to rapidly overcome stress to help you feel more calm, creative, and confident. With over 10 years of clinical research and publishing over a dozen scientific studies, Dr. Liz is unapologetically nerdy and interweaves the heart and science of meditation so you can easily merge mindfulness and flow into your life. And a fun fact about Dr. Liz is she's a huge video game and anime nerd. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Liz. Welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Sorry, I keep laughing through your bio. <laughs> I love they can give the middle finger to perfectionism. <laughs> People pleasing yeah. and self-doubt. I'm like, yeah, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh. I gotta just dismantle that patriarchy and internalize yes. capitalism. One middle finger at a time. One middle finger at a time. <laughs> okay, cool. And I love how you are all scientifically based too. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting kind of juxtaposition that um, yeah. being you know, integrating the scientific studies with it and just getting some sure. creativity and art with it as well. Cool. So can you share with my listeners a little bit more about yourself and your work? Sure. So where to begin that you haven't already talked about? Um, but Anything I new just, coming up? Yeah. Newness here is that I am in the preparation stage of creating a program so that listeners, other therapists and entrepreneurs can really learn how to use brief mindful hypnosis in their practice and their business as a self-help and self-care tool. Uh, just because I use it every day of my life for stress reduction, increasing this calm and confidence in my life and creativity too. And I think that we could all really benefit from this. And the best thing about it is all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So being able to use it on the go, you know, I did some brief final hypnosis right before jumping on this call. And I find that a lot of people could have a lot of benefit from this too. How is this different from regular hypnosis or is it the same kind of thing? It is different in that it is the merging of mindfulness facets and skills delivered through hypnotic techniques. And through hypnosis and clinical hypnosis, something that 
is kind of different from the mindful hypnosis component is it's the merging of a dialectic of both acceptance and change. Clinical hypnosis is mostly super duper change-based, which always has its time and place. But for some folks, they're kind of put off by that change or they're, they're not ready for that change. And there's a lot of benefits from mindfulness practices and mindfulness skills that I think go above and beyond just changing aspects of yourself or your life, but really leaning into and accepting all parts of yourself just the way that they are so that you can shift your relationship, not only with yourself, but your thoughts, your emotions, and the situations that arise around you. I can see how that could be really beneficial because I think that is scary for some people to go into hypnosis and have to this expectations of great changes. And I could see some resistance with that. Sure. And I don't know what your experience has been like with hypnosis or clinical hypnosis, but a lot of folks have negative stigma towards (laughs) hypnosis. So I'm just curious, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when I say hypnosis? I just got to share a movie I saw on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the Hypnotist. <laughs> so oh, there was this goodness. horror movie about like he could implant um, certain things and make this woman do crazy stuff. And I think that's the first thing that comes to mind for me, too, is, oh, I'm going to lose control and, you know, I'm going to have to do something crazy or they could take advantage of me somehow. Right, exactly. And, you know, there's so many great films out there and TV shows that use hypnosis as a plot point of mind control or, you know, (laughs) yeah, or like Get Out is a great movie. And of course, I have some ah, mixed feelings with it because it portrays hypnosis in such a negative light. And so with that, all these myths and misconceptions of hypnosis and clinical hypnosis are completely untrue uh, because all hypnosis is self-hypnosis and there's nothing I can make you do without your permission. Another way of thinking about it is that I'm just a guide. I provide you the script and you go on your own inner journey. You paint the mental landscape in the picture. You are the movie director while you are in trance. It's not like as if you can never get out of trance. In fact, You go in and out of trance throughout your whole entire day. Some examples of this include highway hypnosis, or let's say you're driving along your car, maybe you are just grooving to a really good song and then you just completely miss your exit or you just automatically just see yourself, oh, I'm arrived at my destination and I have no recollection of how I even got here in the first place. And so these are kind of examples of everyday hypnosis or adaptive dissociation where our body is here, but our mind is elsewhere. Uh, So daydreaming is another common example of hypnosis that, you know, with a daydream, you can go in and out, maybe think about something pleasant after, a you know, when you're in the middle of a boring meeting and you can go back and forth. Let's say someone calls your name and you just perk right up and you're back to the present moment with this boring meeting. But I love how it's, you're normalizing it too. This is something that we all do. We've all driven somewhere and all of a sudden we're there. We don't even know what we did <laughs> to get right. there, but somehow we arrived. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so with these kind of normalization that it is an everyday occurrence, And it's a natural talent and skill that we can really harness for our well-being. And with this, yeah, sometimes we need to learn a few skills to really harness it and kind of drop into a helpful trance. And there's a way that we can use how to benefit ourselves from it. 
So how do you teach this then to, do you just teach it to clients or other therapists? What do you do to, for your teaching? Right. So I found the best way is to experience mindful hypnosis uh, through essentially a guided meditation where I just lead folks to really experience what the mindful hypnosis state is like and kind of coach them along with that too. So this can be in sessions together where we learn about mindful hypnosis and experience a meditation, or it can be entirely through um, audio-based tracks, such as um, I have a YouTube channel, as well as collaborate with other apps um, to feature my meditations. And people can do that on the go of really learning self-hypnosis. And it's kind of one of those things that once you feel what mindful hypnosis kind of state is, you can tap into it easier and better every time. Uh, So once they have that felt sense, which essentially is a very deep state of serenity and calm and relaxation, maybe a really, really deep state of meditation, then we can learn how you can call upon this for yourself. And it basically is self-guided, like you in a way are taught various gestures or anchoring points so that you can do a hypnotic induction on yourself, which can be as easy as taking a cleansing breath in, holding it at the top, and then as you exhale with a sigh, gently closing your eyes to go within. And then when you're in this place, whether it's, you know, a place of peace or, you know, a place that really generates a lot of safety and protection, then you can give yourself some great auto suggestions or suggestions that you want to complete a goal. So let's say folks um, thinking about therapists right now, they're feeling unmotivated and they don't want to do that darn note that has been you know, on their to-do list for the past week or so. Well, once you go into a mindful hypnosis state and give you yourself auto suggestions for finding newfound energy, being able to easily and effortlessly craft that note in three minutes or less. And these very specific pinpointed suggestions can help with you kind of moving forward as well as post-hypnotic suggestions where you basically craft yourself affirmations of, I'm going to be able to you know, go through this note easily and effortlessly, and I'll be just so happy I finally had this done. And then you open your eyes and then away you go, type in that note out. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I use it all the time. <laughs> With notes too, sometimes those, especially those tedious kind of things, that's just for me, it's like, uh, to get the motivation sometimes to do that is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the the wonderful thing of tapping into your unconscious is that your unconscious always wants to help you out. And sometimes we have to kind of bypass our monkey mind or our hypercritical consciousness to really get into that state of higher, wiser knowing. A lot of energy can come from that too, of knowing what needs to be done, knowing what's best for yourself in this moment or in this day, and allowing that kind of hypercritical part just to take a vacation, just you know, take a rest and allow your unconscious to, to do all the heavy lifting for you. How long does it take if you're going to use the mindful hypnosis? If Let's say that you have a presentation coming up and you're nervous about it. Like how long does it take to get yourself in that state? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say with practice beforehand, where most kind of guided meditations of mindful hypnosis are maybe 20 to 25 minutes long, self-hypnosis, you can get it done in like 
less than three minutes. Um, when you get really good at it. Yeah. When you get really good at it, where you have like these anchoring or these gestures that you can do for yourself or even using a sound bowl or singing bowl for kind of a hypnotic induction, you can go into it very quickly, easily and effortlessly. So it can be really helpful on the go or just, you know, whether it is like a little boost for 30 seconds before you are on air or on a presentation or three minutes if you really need to boost that motivation to get those notes done. And this is something that you use with clients as well? Yes, yes. And it's it's wonderful to see them use it and kind of they craft their own self-hypnosis, either affirmations or induction. So it's very individualized. And so not only can it be used for boosting creativity, reducing burnout, but I've had a lot of folks reducing smoking or other unhelpful habits like social media scrolling by just using these self-hypnosis tips and techniques. And how could this help therapists with self-care? Oh man, where to begin? (laughs) (laughs) Let you count the ways, right? (laughs) Yes, yeah. So not only does it give a great state of deep relaxation, I found that not only can you use it just to wind down after a long day in a way kind of like filing all the mental things that you had to do, case notes, kind of mentally file them away, close out your day, but with that motivation piece of doing your notes, because I find that having notes hanging over you or documentation is like a surefire way to burn out. And I've also kind of customized some mindful hypnosis or self-hypnosis too, to protect myself and my clients from really challenging cases such as really complex PTSD um, or really um, kind of gruesome case clients. And with this of just kind of imagining themselves encapsulated by a golden bubble or color, a healing color of a bubble of compassion where only love and compassion enters and exits and can be filtered through. So this could be really helpful, just grounding yourself when you are interacting with challenging clients and being able just to protect your energy throughout your day too. That's so great to hear that this can also incorporate that because I think that's so essential for therapists with all the difficult cases that we have. Right. Yeah. The, you know, compassion fatigue, vicarious trauma, it's, it's everywhere right now. And we just have to develop some systems in place to take care of yourself. Um, It can be also used in a way of honestly and radically realizing how much you can actually get done today without burning yourself out or burning the candle at both ends Um, and really trusting yourself that, Hey, you know, whatever is on your to-do list, you will get to it eventually. You don't have to burn yourself out doing all the things. You can pace yourself. And I think a lot of private practice owners too get into that mode of trying to accomplish too much and oh, yeah. burn themselves. I know I do. <laughs> yep, yep, right there with you. <laughs> and just Yes, accomplishment oriented, right? And just keep go, go, go. And it's just like, then you're so exhausted at the end of the day. It's just, it wears you out. So I guess I'm thinking this could be helpful for that too. Oh, yes, definitely. After, you know, the end of the day or even beginning your day with a mindful intention of really focusing on, okay, what is the most important thing that I want to do today? Or just holding an attention throughout your day to come back home to. And that can be so helpful of realizing what is really necessary versus, you know, what really lights you up versus, hey, 
that can wait until tomorrow. And it really is setting that pace to be able to do things that is really, really helpful for you rather than trying to prove yourself or please others in the process. Or to check off as many things as you can. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) To do that, yeah. I think that that's a self-care skill too, because letting that go to say, hey, and I always say, put it on the shelf in your mind that this will still be here for tomorrow. It's okay. It's letting go, isn't it, too, of, of things that still need to be done. Right. I know that a lot of people struggle with that. Definitely. And it's one of those things, too, of realizing what really lights you up and coming back to your values and what really fills you up rather than just trying to check off all the to-do lists and realizing that you are just burning yourself out. You're using your energy and your creativity in maybe the not most beneficial ways. Right. And I know you mentioned motivation. So would this be helpful with clients who have a lot of low motivation with depression? Definitely. Yes. And it is in that way where relaxation is a long lost art and science and letting go of that self-criticism, letting go of that shame and blame and really getting to a deep state of tranquility and serenity to identify, okay, what, what is most meaningful? What has been getting in my way? And it can be so powerful through mindful hypnosis of letting go and even removing and purifying maybe some of the the stuck beliefs that one may have of, oh, I can't do this, or um, I'm never going to be happy again, or I'm just too fatigued to move. And just letting go and in a way imagining those beliefs, just leaving your body, leaving your mind, and in a way purifying yourself to step into your higher, wiser self, to even identify the one action that can get you back on track to where you feel you are at your highest, most greatest good. How do you define mindfulness? Oh, that's such a good question. Mindfulness to me is being fully present, free from judgment and self-criticism and really soaking in the moment. Of course, that's harder and easier said than done, Oh, yeah. um, but it, it's a continual practice that we can flow in and out of mindfulness, but really holding that intention of just coming back to the present moment. I think you said a key component too is that non-judgmental part of it, right? Totally. Yeah. And it is so hard and our tricky brains are just wired to be critical sometimes yes. too. <laughs> and it is just noticing, oh, there was some, that self-criticism back again, that voice, it may be very loud today, or it's a little bit softer today, but realizing that you are so much more than a single thought, a single emotion, a single event can be so empowering. I love what you said earlier too, going back to the acceptance of all the parts of ourselves and different sides of ourselves. I think that that can be therapeutic in itself. Definitely. Yeah. And it's one of those things too, if you are aware with ego parts or even internal family systems that, yeah, we all have these parts within ourselves. Sometimes they can be so beneficial and other times we can get really stuck in the shoulda, woulda, coulda kind of situations or I can't do anything. I'm not enough. In a way, hypnotically, you can see that as a negative trance of kind of keeping you stuck and small and silenced, uh, but really in a way of identifying what, what their purpose is. What is it wanting me to know that's really important? And sometimes it is you know, just trying to protect ourselves, these kind of survival 
skills that were once helpful in the past, but are not really serving us now and letting that part know like, Hey, I got this, you know, thank you for that reminder, but we're going to move forward in this present moment. I just pictured like one part, just shaking hands with another one. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, you're just illustrating how the imagery can just pop up. Um, And it can be so healing and restorative, whatever that part may look like, just giving a handshake or even a hug and letting it know like, Hey, I got this. You can take a break, go on vacation. Step back. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Is there any of the mindful hypnosis you can share with us today? Sure. Yes. I have plenty of tracks available. So I have a YouTube that has the mindful hypnosis that was used in the research studies that we conducted on them. Um, So viewers can listen to that. My YouTube is Your Zen Within. Relax with Dr. Liz. And um, I also have free premium access to Aura, which is a wellness app. It's all in one that has a lot of my hypnosis and meditations and even health coach talks on there that um, listeners can take advantage of too, to really kind of harness that calm and embrace that confidence within themselves. So are you offering trainings at all for therapists to learn how to use this? Yes, I am. So Excellent. let's see. Yeah. Then the next thing up. Um, so if anyone is interested in learning hypnosis in their clinical practice, I highly recommend it. It is by far the most versatile skill I offer to, for myself and for my clients. And I'm going to be doing a brief mindful hypnosis workshop in October uh, as part as the Society of Clinical and Experimental Hypnosis. So um, that is the society that I'm a part of. And they have a full workshop of learning like intro level hypnosis, secondary hypnosis, as well as advanced training. So highly recommend that. And we are in the works of creating a retreat with CEUs related to learning uh, mindful hypnosis and mindful hypnotherapy. Uh, So you can join the interest list if you are interested in that. And I also offer consultation to those who are interested in interweaving mindful hypnosis in their practice, as I do rely a lot on EMDR, IFS, and ego state parts. So it's always fun to incorporate this in your practice too. And is all that on your website? Yes, that's right. right, Very cool. And what's your website again? It is www.drlizlistens.com. And what's a holistic strategy that you like to use? Ooh. Well, we already talked about it today. It's we a, did hypnosis. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, um, besides uh, that brief mindful hypnosis for myself, I love playing my steel tongue drum. And that's kind of like a poor man's um, hand pan. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> those are really expensive, but it's really nice just to clear the air. And it's one of those beautiful instruments that no matter what notes you hit and play, they sound beautiful. So it's really easy for beginners. And you can, in a way, fall into a wonderful trance of creating music with yourself. I love that. That's so awesome. I think drumming is just therapeutic in itself, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Bilateral movement right there. Yeah, we're doing a holistic happy hour in August to go to a drum circle. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah. So um, I have these uh, get-togethers for listeners that are local and we just do different things. Sometimes we'll do just online, but we've been doing some in-person. So I thought drumming is like a wonderful way to create community and get together. Definitely. Oh man, now I want to join. I know. 
<laughs> we need you to come down. Yeah, yeah. Drive over to the eastern state of North Carolina. <laughs> right, exactly. So is there any other takeaway that you wanted to share with us today? Sure. And I think there's three parts of this. You are your own freedom. Rest is rebellion. And gather glimmers of joy daily. Very thought-provoking. Those are good <laughs> mantras to remember for sure. Yes. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to share before we end today? Sure. So if any of this is interesting to you, both for yourself, your business, your practice, uh, listeners can DM me on my various social media handles, um, which is Dr. Liz Listens, or visit my website um, so that they can get premium access to Aura, that uh, web app, or interest in the various things I have offering here. So just wanting to help all the helpers out in whatever way I know possible. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Holistic Counseling Podcast, Dr. Liz. Of course, happy to be here. And you've reached the end of another episode. Be sure to visit us at www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com, which has been newly updated and you can access our show notes and all our episodes. Are you enjoying this podcast? Remember to rate five stars and review today so we can reach more holistic therapists just like you. This is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Till next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Holistic Counseling Podcast. Ready to engage with other holistic counselors? Head on over to my Facebook group, the Holistic Counseling and Self-Care Group, where you'll be able to connect with other holistic counselors just like you. You'll also gain invaluable resources on holistic practices daily and connect with others in a fun, drama-free environment. Remember to tune in next Wednesday for another episode.